Hi friends, welcome to Talking in Stations. I'm Rain. I am both the host and the engineer. I pinged Nick. I think Nick did not realize he was hosting today. Hosting. Engineering today. So it's just me. I figure... I... I figured, I was like, well, I could use the extra time, right, if we don't have this, but at the same time, it's like, I feel like there's been, like, a lot of stuff coming up that we haven't really touched on, so I want to make sure we hit all of that. I've also opened it up to q and I don't know if TIS has done that before, where we have an active q and I'm talking, and I'm pretty sure we didn't ping this, because I have to be the one to ping it. Hmm. Let's do this. How do I copy, paste... Smiley face. Should I ping everyone? Oh, I'll publish. Confirm. I should not ping because it has it set to go to whoever. All right, you guys can actually look at the undock. This is super cool. For some reason, we have an Arazu. Are the Arazus? Are they the ones? I don't know why I clicked the eye. Where's the eye? Oh, right here. It looks a little different. Yeah, they are the ones that can do the sign. Oh, let me look at myself. Hello, little friend. I do not know you. I don't have the pictures anymore. I don't think I know them. The best way, by the way, to avoid getting bumped. Alright, there we go. Okay. We're set in game. We're set, hopefully... Okay, I can see chat. That's good. Sometimes chat doesn't load and Twitch doesn't tell you. So we're going to talk through some stuff. I'll just, like, talk, right? Until y'all want to come in with Q&A. Where's my thing? Oh, here's all my notes. I was like, what the f- I just took so many notes and then I lost them. Okay, let's do this. I got that, I got that. Sorry, my cat's bothering me. The moment I start talking to you guys, she thinks she wants attention instead of me. You know, like, I talk to her all the time. She doesn't want attention then. But if I talk to you guys, she wants attention. Okay. So we got the weekend news. I think the big thing I want to call out that happened within the last week slash weekend, we didn't touch on it last weekend, but the AT trials are over. So the Alliance tournament has all their participants being able to either get in via prior performance in tournaments, a silent auction, and what used to be a random draw. They got rid of the random draw and said they do well, it's generally known as feeder rounds, I think, no matter the variation you look at them. So this one, they were called trials, the tribal trials. So because it was Mimitar themed, the Mimitar tribes, and then doing the trials to kind of like have folks prove their worth. So, oh, there's my cat. You guys can all see my cat. Hi, Tina. Yes, please shove your tail in my face. Do you want to say hi? Do you want to come up here? Yeah, you can step here. It's okay. See, I hold it. She's looking at my desk. I have my laptop for work sitting here. So there's my cat. Where was I? Oh, the trials. So Mimitar theme, so they did the tribes. They had, geez, okay, so how many, I think it's, is it still 32 participants in the Alliance tournament rather than 64? This allows them to put it in two weekends instead of four weekends, which is a long time when you're doing production stuff and you want to be able to have your weekends free and whatnot. A lot of free time. So they did uh, they did the trials, and so then I think it was... 
Let me pull. I can't see it because I was looking at my cat. Oh, 35 teams to seven, which is kind of dramatic if you think of the main tournament having 34. I want to say it's 34. I could be wrong. They, I know last year they upped it to 40 because of the demand. So two weekends for folks to try and be able to participate. They had each of the tribes. So there were seven tribes. So each of the tribe had players. And then they did like kind of a round robin sort of sort of matchup. So I think it was like three or four. And then they would all play each other. And then if you were top of the round robin, so you you know you got the most wins or the most points by their criteria, because there were like multiple rounds of criteria for how did you win, then then you were onto the tournament. But if you lost, then you went into the seventh tribe. So I think the last tribe, I forget who it was. I'm gonna say Nefanter because it's at the bottom of the list, but that could be wrong. They took in all of the quote unquote losers. So you had six people who would have gotten like second place, so they went into the the last tribe. So you have seven tribes, six of them had a round robin. I'm doing the math wrong on my hands. Six of them had a round robin, and then the winners of those got to go on. And then for the seventh, all of the second place people of each tribe got to go into the seventh tribe to be able to compete for the top there. So that one was real cutthroat. That was the last weekend. A lot of good teams entered, only one left. And then at the end of the day, we have our final lineup. So the, tri so the teams, the alliances that are going on to Alliance Tournament 18, yeah, 18, are All Hail Naw, <laughs> Bright Side of Death, Electus Matari, Rusty Hyena Clan, Hyena's Clan, Hidden Leaf, Village Ninja, Assassin's Squad, Esports, Exodus Dot, and Odin's Call. Some of those names are familiar, some of them are newer, looking at you, All Hail Naw. But it's exciting to see folks actually being able to go. It's also exciting to see some old names, such as Birthday Death, Alexis Matari, and then also the meme names, as we see Hidden Leaf, Village, Ninja, Assassin, Squad, Esports, with the massive name. So they're going on to the Alliance Tournament. Alliance Tournament comes out in November. Gosh, now I'm going to forget when it actually comes out. I'm getting cat hair on my face. I had to wipe it off. So, yep, the 12th and the 13th is the first weekend, and then the 19th and the 20th is the second weekend. I'm 99% sure that's right. And so that'll be hosted in Nottingham. We already have a lineup. I don't think they've publicly announced, but we were allowed to show. They have a lineup of analysts that are allowed to go. So that was Jintan, Mystical Might, and Black Bart Pirate. So all commentators who have done tournament stuff before, showing up and doing the analyst work. They have remote casters. And then they obviously have the desk crew, right? So you have like Ithaca, Ithaca's always there. And then you have folks like doing kind of the behind the scenes stuff. So like that's that's the Bay Arches of the world and the Kyles. Or Discreet Air, I think is how he goes by on the internet, but no one calls him, everyone calls him Kyle. And so that sort of thing is how folks, or how we run the tournaments. I wish we could probably get some of them on and talk about it if they ever so decide to. So that was the tournament stuff. I feel like we didn't talk about it a lot last weekend or the weekend before, so I wanted to make sure it got a special shout-out. Alright, sorry. One of the um, one of the Even T folks who's helping run the tournament is actually in America, so I was like, you'll come hang out, but they're doing, I think he's doing, like, vacation stuff. Hopefully vacation stuff. Hopefully not work stuff. And then, so that's tournament stuff. All of you love to hear me talk about tournaments. I know, I get it. 
you want to talk about lore, right? So CCP is putting more emphasis on the lore. So a lot of players are like begging for some indication of what's coming out. CCP instead has put that through the lore. So the quote-unquote big lore news is about the Interbus CEO. So I can't pronounce his name. I could try. Huakaka Pukara dies at age 77. I think it was a heart attack. Opencoms is talking about he was probably assassinated. But uh, so he's the Interbus CEO. So the reason that's critical for those of you who are like, I don't care about Laura Rain, this sucks. The Interbus was what C CCP was talking about with Interbus credits, right? With heraldry coming in. So if you want, hello, enjoys, Re <laughs> hello, enjoys Reefer, how are you? So the Interbus credits are used for heraldry, and you're like, well, what the heck is that? Heraldry is the stuff where you have like the Alliance skins, the customizations of your ships, purely cosmetic type stuff. And so all of that is going to be coming out with Interbus credits and heraldry with through heraldry which you can purchase with interbus credits so the reason it's so critical is because now nobody can be like wow well, we don't know what's happening hey rayo how are you and so the ceo dying kind of is alluding to hey maybe something's gonna happen and then the next news story actually i could copy and paste these to you guys can i do that copy there's no copy i have to actually physically highlight it all you kidding me Alright, so there's the CEO dying. Oh my gosh, it duplicated that like 10 times. I just want to copy the link, computer. There's the link for one. And then the second one is around the new CEO. Interbus reincorporates under new company Evermore. You might say, Rain, that's also really boring stuff. No, this is alluding, right? So they got a new CEO, right? New CEO, new direction. So now the new CEO is going to be like, hey guys, we want to make money. There was a comment made by one of the TIS staff that it has a company that has its fingers and everything from clones to skins, right? So all the new heraldry stuff, heraldry and interbus credits or whatever the new name for it. There was also a comment, I think they went from private to public, which I think, I'm going to go back and read this because I am probably 99% wrong on this because I want to make sure, because I, I generally don't like reading. <laughs> The, oh, no. They're talking about public transit. No. Wait, if it... Let me look. If they reincorporate... Incorporates into new company Evermore. Evermore, blah, blah, blah. Alexander Duquesne is the new CEO. Change demand, transport... New Eden Transportation stalwart to crawl from under the constraints of international politics and expand... Diversification of Evermore's portfolios. New and innovative approach to connections that bind the people of New Eden. So it's very clearly hinting at like, hey, I'm a new CEO. I want to be able to do new things. They might have it all like, hey, let me make money. I think it's pronounced duck sauce. You want me to? Okay, I could call him Mr. Duck Sauce, the new CEO Duck Sauce. It's obviously talking about like diversifying, like diversifying portfolio, so getting his hands in all the new things. Right, so that was the talk about the fingers and everything from clones to skins. So for those of you who are like, man, I want new cosmetics. Where's my alliance skins? They're coming. This is CCP telling us they're coming without CCP saying they're coming, right? So it's they're setting it up. So I think by the time the new faction warfare stuff rolls out in. November? I was going to say May. I don't know why I was going to say May. Massacre of Galente French. <laughs> Dude, if they wanted me to be able to pronounce it, they just got to make it easier to pronounce, okay? I am simple-minded. Just, just spell it out. If you need, put pictures, right? I don't know. With crayons. So, 
yeah, I'm excited. I, I like cosmetics. I love this kind of stuff. So I'm like, yay, finally. I can support the colors of like my corp and alliance. And like, I don't know. Maybe it'll make streamers allowed to have skins like hello. I would just give you guys all a gaudy pink. <laughs> Like Tristan looking skin or something or a Lodgy skin. That would be hilarious actually a group of like scimitars flying and they're all gaudy pink All right. But yeah, so that's coming. So for those of you who hate the lore This is the long story short that I spent 20 minutes telling you stuff without really telling you stuff Is that interbus credits are coming heraldry is coming. It's set up for November uh, Do case close enough duck sauce I could say duck ass e. <laughs> Duquesne. I figured it was like Duquesne. I can't speak French though. I think any times there's new lawyer, you just throw a, a tub of keyboards down a flight of stairs and whatever happens. <laughs> That's how I feel when I read it. Like half the time I read this stuff and I'm like, I don't know what these words mean. It doesn't make sense. Oh, but speaking of lore. So faction warfare, right? We've had all this exciting shenanigans with the faction warfare updates and whatnot. Faction warfare updates. Faction warfare events. Sorry, I'm like brain dead. So the Kaldari actually managed to build their new Stargate. The word is that the Galente will still be able to build Thors. And then Vard, the main, one of the main systems between the Minmatar and the Amar, actually flipped to the Minmatar. That was as last I heard of it. Granted, this was like seven days ago so it could have flipped back but there's still progress going on there so if you're still like man i really want to fly these new ships i just want to participate blah 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 there's still time to do that make a first person shooter based on waterfowl civil war quack arena Jesus Christ. that's a terrible dad joke stop i said you guys could ask me questions not tell me dad jokes i'm all by myself so i'm you're on this train and we're gonna run it off the cliff or whatever they say you know like in those ye old western movies done <laughs> Yeah, so that's faction warfare stuff. You can still get the new ships. You can still do, do like the token reward. Maybe, mm, I think probably more so for Mimitar Amar. I don't know if you can still do it for Kaldari because they completed their thing. I would assume you could. Who the heck knows? I don't know. I just make it up, right? If I say it, it's actual official news. No one will fact check me. That's how it works, right? That's how like being a streamer is. So everything was meaningless. <laughs> no, it's it was still important, right? The Kaldari have their gate built. It's beneficial for them to help control an area, especially a pocket. I believe the Galente, what I heard through the grapevine, was the Galente actually used the time to actually push the war zone rather than focus on the event. And so they actually had their own objectives for that. This is the most... No, this is good. Even out of the loop for like a month. Do me too. Purpose was to stop others from getting the gate. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, I get that. CCP does a lot of the whole like, oh, you have a choice. Oh, you must act now. And then they kind of backpedal on it like, oh, well, we want everyone to get a, like a token of surprise or whatever. That's not how it works. Like a participation trophy or whatever. I get that. That's frustrating, right? Speaking of which, we have Totality Day is going on. So you get login rewards. I looked. They're not really that great. At least for my purposes. It's like boosters I never use. But Totality Day is going on. So Totality Day was actually done by the players that CCP incorporated. So what originally happened, right? So you had the Treglavian invasion. You had folks fighting for the Treglavians, folks fighting against the Treglavians, which then became Edencom, right? And so they kind of went back and forth, back and forth. Treglavians, quote unquote, won where they got, you know, Trig Space, Poshvin, as we now know it. The... 
the Edencom literally got nothing. Like, they did all this and got nothing for it. And then we have all of these events that CCP does throughout the year, right? For each of the... Um, for each of the races, right? So you have Amar Day, Mimitar Day, right? Galente Day, Kaldari Day. So you have all these events, and like everyone's like, well, wait a minute, what about the Treglavians and Edencom? So they put their own event on. I believe it was last year. It was either started last year. Yeah, actually, it started last year. And they made like this huge role play event. They gave out prizes, this and that. And CCP was like, you know what? You guys are right. Treglavians should have one too. So they kind of essentially bullied CCP into making one too. They closed Naranja and said, oh, it was a player choice. CCP sucks. <laughs> yeah. Invasions was nothing to do with Gates. Everything is CCP's agenda. I mean, I either want CCP to be very clear that, hey, you get you get something for all the effort you put in, or you don't. That's all I want. Because the people who did Edencom got, like, literally nothing. They put in all this effort and got nothing for it. But yeah, kind of sucks for them. But now that we, now that CCP is actually incorporated to Totality Day, you get skin. No, actually, you don't get skins. Usually, they do, like, skin skin giveaways or something like that not giveaway sales but you do get login events and it is acknowledged by ccp so that's super cool it is also october 16th so for those of you who are like me where you love halloween i am assuming ccp is going to have a halloween event i do not know i can bully them next week because i will be seeing ccp swift ccp antiquarian and ccp spider in las vegas for the e-vegas player meetup I say player meetup because it's hosted by Hyper Viper. It's not hosted by CCP. CCP is just sending devs and swag bags and whatnot. Your 2006 player, you're tired of CCP screwing the game with your industry. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. But yeah, so that's going on this weekend. I'm actually excited. The one reason I was not too worried about this show not being super formal is because I have to pack. I look this way as I have all of my clothes kind of like strewn about to make sure I have outfits for everything because there's a lot of stuff going on. All belts from your host home system high sec. Man, that sucks. Do you still get anoms though in high sec? I was always curious because I know null sec a lot of people mind the anoms rather than the belts. But yeah, so I fly out. I fly out tomorrow. I know Manic flies out tomorrow, and some of the uh, old Bastion guys. I call them old Bastion because Bastion's no longer around. So we'll be there. Obviously, you have folks who live in town that will be there. Like, like I want to say Grador. I think that's his name. He does the Horde barbecue, and then Hyper, and friends. Yeah, so it's actually super fun. So not being a CCP event, players have done like some extreme planning. Sorry, my cat is saying hello again. Adapt or die. See, you say that, but the game also has to adapt too, right? CCP tried for the longest time of, oh, you must be really good to play our game. And then they realized their game's just going to die if they do that. Hence why we have 2000 tutorial remakes. What are you doing? You're being a turd. She's being a turd. It's my cat. She. Say she. So for Las Vegas, we have Wednesday at 6 p.m. They're taping BattleBots. I don't know if you guys are like me. We're like 15 years ago. You would watch BattleBots on. God, what was was it on Tech TV or like G4 or something like that? Like it was like people would literally build robots and then you'd like try to beat up the other robot. And generally the goal was just to flip them over so that they couldn't work and they literally like apparently that show's still going on and they do it in vegas and you can go and be part of the live audience i am like stoked so delana liara and i are all going and i think her father was like 
uh, Delana, I don't know if you know Delana's dad. Delana's dad's amazing. He's like, you know what? You girls need VIP tickets. And we're like, what do VIP tickets do? I don't know. I think they just give us like drinks or something like that. So we actually get to go watch BattleBots taping. And it's like a, we only found out a bit because Scalar on the eVegas Discord was sharing with everyone. So I think he's got a group going too. And it's like, we're, su Tina, yeah. Tina's right here. She being a brat. She wants to play, I think. But I, she gets mad when I play with her. But yeah, it's, I am super excited. Like, BattleBots sounds amazing. Like, I, I don't know anything about robots. I don't know anything about how to act as a live audience. I'm just going to be cheering for whatever robot. I think hopefully they give them names so I can say go name or whatever. Like, go or a caller, like go Team Red versus Team Blue. But yeah, I'm excited for it. And then Thursday is, when all the, is the start of the official stuff. So Hyper Viper organized a dinner from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. This is, you had to have a ticket. So he hasn't shared the location publicly. But I think doors open at 6 you get dinner, and then CCP does a talk, and then it's open bar. So people just essentially hanging out for a while. I'm actually super excited for it. And then after that, me and my buddies. So if you're going to E-Vegas and you want to go nightclubbing, let me know. We actually got a table in Las Vegas for Thursday night for Loud Luxury. BattleBots. Used to be a show years ago called Robot Wars. Yeah, it's exactly like that, Adam. But yeah, it's, I am so excited. I feel really dumb, but I'm so, if they have swag, I'm literally going to buy swag to like, because it just sounds so cool. Like, I loved that as a kid. I would be like 14 years old, 15. I'd be like, I want to watch some on TV. And then I'd turn it on and be like, yay. <laughs> it was so dumb. I love it. But yeah. And so, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. So me and my friends are going to a nightclub Thursday night. So if you see me, if you're expecting me somewhere Friday morning, I will not be there. I am sorry. Friday, actually, speaking of Friday morning, so Friday at 10 a.m., they're doing Omega Mart at Area 15 Mall. So someone organized that. So Omega Mart is like, oh, I don't know how to describe it. I feel like you have to experience it at some point in your life. It's expensive, and you need to spend a lot of time there. There's, like, puzzles and trivia and stuff, but it's just, like, a surreal experience. You pay for the experience. You're not paying for, like, you know, something to hold. Do you like the movie Real Steel? Is that the one with what's-his-face? Is that Hugh Jackman or whatever? It's, like, the cliche tough guy in every movie or whatever. Because, yes, I've probably seen it. Yeah, they Omega Omega Mart looks really fun. I'm not going because it's at 10 a.m. and I will be dead tired. BattleBots, yes, it's gonna be BattleBots. And then Friday night. So Friday, I think we're also hitting up. Oh, what was it? Oh, what's her face told me? Lady Scarlet told me there's something happening Friday night at 6 p.m. where I think we're all going to like a like a nerd bar just to hang out. They have karaoke, but it's stage karaoke. So for those who don't like stage karaoke, Friday at 10 p.m., I'm hosting karaoke. And that's gonna be at GoGo Karaoke. You kind of just show up and then I'll, I'll post what room number it is. It's like their largest room. It's like five, six or seven or something like that. It's at the end of the hallway. It's not AI fighting yet, no. It's just like robots kind of programmed to like swing their arms. It's super fun though. Then Saturday, so Saturday is gonna be the big pub crawl. Super fun. We're gonna start on Fremont. So 6 p.m. We're all meeting on at the Circa on Fremont. If you are under 21, you probably cannot join us because Circa is 21 and over, which is super cool if you want to be in a place where you don't have kids. But yeah, Fremont is where everyone's going. There's a bar there. It's called Vicky's. I believe it's called Vicky's because they have the giant like neon sign of Vicky, like their kind of a logo. It's really fun because you can like, if you're gentle, you can reach out and touch her and people don't yell at you. But yeah, it starts there. So we're going to go to Vicky's. Hey, Soda Man, how are you? 
And we're going to start there. They have a uh, <laughs> they have a drink called Blue Balls because they come in a circular kind of cup and they're blue and they're really good actually. So we start there, have some drinks and then we're going to crawl Fremont. So if you haven't been to Vegas before, you have the strip and then Fremont's like the old strip. They're both like an experience just to walk around. Fremont's probably more entertaining if you can handle the loud noise and the lights and the crowds. The strip is more like a lot of people on the side of a sidewalk, right? Like it feels more like New York kind of walking where it's just like you're just trying to fight past crowds of people sightseeing and shit. And then Sunday, Hyper Viper specifically added this on the agenda. He's like, hey guys, we are all meeting at the Heart Bar to relax. I have a missed call on my work phone. Nobody has my work phone number. Do you guys love it? I can't wait to experience this while trying to work from home. I say work from home. Yeah, I don't know who these people are. Some people are calling me. I don't know them. Yeah, it's going to be tons of fun. So, should be good. Oh, yeah, the heart bar. So, for those who don't remember, years ago, literally my first see Vegas. God, what was that? Oh, yeah, 2015, 2016. CCP held it in Planet Hollywood. Planet Hollywood, in terms of, like, the rooms and stuff, not the greatest. I hated staying there. But the heart bar is, like, super central, right in the middle of the casino. Lots of space to sitting. It's a circular bar, so, like, there's, like, no end and no beginning sort of thing. I've been to Vegas since 88. It was crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Vegas is fun. I'm excited to go meet all the nerds. Like, I get to see Drayden again. I get to see Manic. Obviously, Del- Delana and Leo. I get to see some of my court mates. So one of my one of my friends lives out there. I'm not gonna name him because I don't know if he wants that shared. But I'm super excited. So I get to see all my nerds. Do we expect any big news at Vegas? So CCP said they'll give an announcement, but it's not gonna be major. I'm guessing they're gonna do something that's more like fun, right? So instead of being like, hey guys, we're gonna rework Solve Warfare, right? They might just be instead saying, hey, here's the official dates for like FanFest. Here's the official dates for Faction Warfare release. Here's a better roadmap for the Faction Warfare release. Like I expect something more like kind of expected, but still good. That's my, those are my expectations. CCP has said no like big new announcements. I think that was their word to Hyper because Hyper's organizing it with CCP. If you want to know the devs, we have CCP Antiquarian. Antiquarian, last I knew, was a quality was a quality dev. So quality assurance, sort of that. Think of he's been there for a while. I'm assuming he does like he's probably higher up in the ranks. And then obviously you have CCP Swift, so the old Elise Randolph. So he does he's community, right? So no direct dev sort of like interference like work or whatever. And then you have CCP Spider, who's also he's more I think marketing. But still more community facing, right? So none of these folks, in theory, are like out there like pro. They're not like CCP Aurora, right? Like they're not out there programming, you know, faction warfare updates. So they're not like CCP Zalus, who's like out there running the Alliance tournament, right? You thought we were QA? We are kind of QA. You always have players as QA, right? So you have the two QA devs I know are Antiquarian and CCP Kestrel, who is formerly Suetonia. So should all be good. It's exciting stuff. So, but it should be nice to, like, talk to them and ask them things, right? Like, they're not going to be, like, completely clueless, but they, they should know kind of, like, what's coming through, the status of things, right? So, that'll be... Do you guys have questions you want to ask CCP? Like, is there anything dying where you're like, hey, Rain, you need to ask CCP about this? Then I can ask... Just give me stuff that I can ask them in person that I probably can't share the answers with you all. Because usually when you ask stuff in person and they tell you something that's kind of NDA, you can't just go out and blast it. Somebody ever said, we have nothing to say. 
because everything they said at FanFest was worthless. Where's the Microsoft integration with Excel? I can ask them about that. I love this stuff at FanFest. Are you kidding me? Faction Warfare? Revamp? Like, that's so good. Like, it, and then not only are they doing a Faction Warfare revamp, but it's coming out, like, next month, right? I'm trying to do math. It's, like, a little over six months, right? Or at least within a year. They should have at least the majority of it worked on. And then hold them to it. Let's say they can't get held to anything. I mean, that's true, too. But you have to remember, players are, like, psychotic. They'll remember, like, every little thing a dev says. Right? So, like, when a dev's up there doing a presentation, you can kind of take what they're saying at face value. But when you ask them a question, and they have to, like, speak kind of off the cuff, and then they're like, yeah, man, but you said this. And it's like, well, like, they were drinking. And they kind of just talked out of turn. How do you know what they said was what they wanted versus what someone else wanted? But, yeah, players are kind of psychotic when it comes to stuff like that. Don't worry, though. I still hold them to Logi on kill mails. But the Excel thing was the huge news, was it? I didn't see that as huge. I saw that as, like, I think it's interesting, right, from the perspective that Microsoft is collaborating with CCP. I think that's interesting. But I wouldn't say it's, like, huge for gameplay. About the fact of warfare change, redump to leave your corp. Yeah, I'll ask about that. I'm hoping they'll, they'll give us an update on that. Or, like, at least tell us why. I can ask, like, for the reasons. If you notice, I'm typing. I'm writing. I'm literally writing it down so you guys can't get mad at me and say I didn't ask. Actually, I could, I'll even write it on my work computer. I have a little notepad. I'll write it on my work computer. And then when TSA confiscates it, I can't. <laughs> I have a that thing where you get, like, fancy priority. I have that thing. Pre TSA pre-check. You asked about the faction warfare. Okay. Now leaving Corp Alliance. Reasons and timeline. Okay. The for spreadsheets base it's monster. You think so? I thought you were being sarcastic to me, Tari. TSA pre yeah, I love it. I'll ask about that. So the Eve X X crossover. I'm gonna call it that. I'll ask for the timeline there. I'm also curious as to like what Microsoft gets from it, you know? Especially with why you play Eve. I, w I would be really curious if like Microsoft was getting something from it, right? Because it's work on Microsoft's end too, right? Tina, come sit in the window. It's cold. The one thing I want to know, I'm going to ask about Logion Kill Mills again. I always ask. I usually DM Suetonia like once a week and I'm like, bro, where's the logic on kill mails? And he'll be like, he'll be like, Rain, I can't tell you. That's not even my line of work. And I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Do you guys have questions for me as TIS or for TIS? I feel like TIS has never done a Q&A. I also am probably not the best person to answer for TIS because I just host like all the background decision making and like... Like, I, I feel like all the publication stuff, like, I deal mostly with Twitch, right? So, actually, I can explain what I do for TIS. So, TIS, I'm a host. I Part of my work is getting news, understanding the news, and sharing the news, right? And then a lot of, a lot of that, too, is also with Twitch, right? So, I always watch the Twitch chat, or at least kind of pay attention to it, kind of in the corner of my eye. Fielding Q&A, talking to guests, etc. So, a lot of what I do isn't really, like me having subject matter expertise it's more me just using my skills my subject matter expertise could be like asking questions in a way or like in a certain way or 
Right. When you guys in chat ask a question, I can make it more meaningful, right? Since we already work on the next expansion, how many months between releases? I can ask for that, too. Oh, yeah. I was like, why is my question something? What is next after Faction Warfare? I will ask that. How soon till we see it? So my guess is, right, I don't know what's next after Faction Warfare Stadia, but what they may do is they'll say, okay, here's here's Vegas. We announce some stuff, and then, you know, Faction Warfare comes in, and then they'll give it, like, six months, and then should hopefully be around the time, you know, they're doing, like, iterations presumably doing iterations but then should be the time for like fan fest and they're like okay now we can announce the next big stuff at fan fest let's spreadsheets more blow things up but you got to do math and to figure out how good it is to blow something up right all right oh yeah what i do for tis so and then a lot of what i do is only related to the twitch so like artemis she'll push stuff to like the podcast youtube any of those sort of downstream things. I think we have a website. I don't do anything with the website. I don't do anything with money either. Like, they've offered me. They say, hey, if you want new setup and stuff. Or, like, a green screen. Like, I have a green screen. I don't I don't want to. I feel weird taking people's money. I don't want to do that. Like, I'd rather see it go back to the show for, like, I don't know, swag to give away or something like that. Which I don't even know if we do. Which should be cool. Actually, we should do that. I'll tell Artemis to do that. But, Yeah. I don't handle the skins from the partner stuff. I am in the partner Discord for Faction or for Faction or for Talking in Stations, which is kind of hilarious. I don't know if you guys ever heard or seen leaks from the partner Discord. It's kind of a cluster for the most part, not because of CCP, but because of other partners, which is sad to say. But yeah, so that's what I do for TIS. I ask questions. I don't do anything with modding. A lot of people ping me to do mod stuff, and it's like, I don't mod. I will mod the Twitch chat, right? So you guys saw me doing that with both Hateless and Hawk in their interviews. And I will scold you guys when you guys get a little too rowdy. But yeah, I don't do anything modding on the the Discord. Like, I have half the stuff on Discord muted because, like, there's so many channels. Hey, partners, I said this one removed for refusing to make videos. No. So, here. No, that's a good that's a good question though, right? So in theory, I would not ever know if if Hateless was removed or why he was removed, right? Same with any other partner. The only way I would know is me as a partner being removed. Right? So when I got my partnership, I was doing like weekly streams, at least weekly streams multiple times a week, and then I got busy with work. And I remember they even sent me an email, they said, Hey, like just so you know, right? So after three months, they do checks every three months. So the first three months they're like, Hey Rain, we know you're not streaming a lot. Just want to let you know, here's the criteria. If we see this consistent, we'll remove you from the program. But don't worry, it's not that big of a deal. You can always come back. And I was like, okay, that's fair. Because I hadn't been streaming. I was busy with work. And then and then another three months go by. And I was and I was essentially removed because of work, right? So I wasn't getting any sort I wasn't getting skins. I wasn't getting plaques, etc. But then I sort of transitioned to... That was around the time I think I transitioned to TIS. So I was still in the Discord. And then once I was fully on board with TIS where Matterall stepped down and then I stepped up, it went from they used my account then, right? And so that's where that's where I kind of transitioned. There have been people like I will say forcibly removed from the partner program as in they got removed and will not be let back in. I know of two, and I know of those two because either they admitted it or I heard through the grapevine, right? So if you're talking hateless, right? So hateless isn't making videos. 
So what would happen is three months would go by since his last video or whenever his phase of the last video was. And then they would say they'd probably email him, say, hey, Hateless, we know you're not making content. That's okay. Life gets busy, right? Because CCP is not there. Like we as content creators, whatever your content is, we're not like we're not employees. We're not contractors. We're not, you know, we're not demanded to make content for CCP or for Eve, right? Life comes first. And a lot of partners come in and out just because of life. And so usually what they'll say is like, hey, you know, real life comes first, just letting you know. And then another and then another three months and then those then they'll just say, Hey, you've been removed from the partner program. And then depending and then usually that just means loss of benefits, right? Depending how it goes, right? So if if he starts doing any other content, right? Like so let's say he makes a website or something. He starts putting stuff on the website and it's starting to grow, then they could say, you know what, we moved you from the partner discord, but we're just gonna, you know, keep you on the radar. I know, I think Hateless was on as a streamer. So let's say he went from streamer to video maker and he started giving those metrics. Like he could say, you know what, CCP, you're right. I'm not, I'm not streaming, but here's, you know, another way. Like I've been blogging or posting videos or, you know, X, Y, or Z, right? Because some people do that, right? Like you don't, some people are both, like especially streamers, some people are both streamers and YouTubers and they have a website, right? Like that's what Redline did. Redline had multiple stuff. So that's, that's generally, that's, that's my understanding of how, and my experience of how CCP does it. CCP never announces like, Hey guys, here's the partners we removed for this, this cycle. Like they never do that ever. Like the only way you would notice is if you are actively watching and you're like, okay, if I do like, can I see hateless on the sidebar? Right? Oh, now he's no longer there. Oh, was he removed? You know, like that's really the only way you would know. And you would have to do that for like every single partner. So if you're only saying, oh, there's this one person who's had some publicity, I'm only going to watch them, then you just kind of look really shitty. <laughs> so that's how I see it. And then a lot, and then as far as I'm aware, CCP is really open to part, right? Like, cause they understand people have life, right? So if you have a kid and like, hey, CCP, I'm not able to maintain my website anymore. And then like a year later, you come back, you say, hey, like, say like Z-Kill, you're like, hey, CCP, sorry, like, super busy with work because I just had a, or with life because I just had a kid, now I'm back. And then they'd be like, oh, okay, that's fine. And like, it's not like they're going to, like, blacklist you for, you know, just not making content. They will blacklist you for other things, like if you get banned or, I don't know, you do something terrible. You break, like, the partner, con like, agreements beyond just not making content. That's how I've always understood it. Do you just have questions? More questions? It takes at least six months. I think if you guys were slightly paying attention to the timeline, it takes at least six months to get removed. Assuming that's assuming you're not doing anything dramatic. So if you go out and get caught RMTing everything, you'll probably be removed immediately. But yeah. Do you guys have questions for me for CCP for TIS? I can pass questions along to TIS staff. Usually, TIS staff is fun. We all just kind of post post links, post opsec stuff super interesting that's why like if you ever see me go live and i'm like oh wow look at this convenient fight i've run across it's like on tas i should say on the tas channel hello suny cc first time chat should i put my name on here it's your ping italian stations but technically i'm marine my cat says hello tina you want to say hi She's just staring at me like, what the hell do you want? 
we got lucky she jumped on my lap. Usually she hasn't done that in a while. Do you guys plan on having another episode about the gankers again? We've had at least like two episodes plus a, like a little bit of a third, so probably not. Unless CCP announces some like dramatic change in the mechanics related to ganking, I could see us doing something there. Remember been asked, anyone planning on streaming E-Vegas? Ooh, I don't know. That's a good question. I think... Drayden and Manic were talking on open comms. I think they were talking about trying to stream it one of the days. But that's a good question. I'm not sure. I don't know if Hyper has anything set up for anyone to stream. I know in the past, INN did streams of Vegas. I think that was like in my first Vegas in 2015. They did it, and then open comms would do like a, a show from there. I think LB will still be streaming open comms. I do not think we are streaming TIS. I know myself, Carneros, Lady Scarlet will be there. Artemis, I still think, will be home. And same with Nick. I don't think Artemis and Nick are going. So they could technically run stuff. Stream the pub crawl, oh my gosh. It would be, like, max chaotic. Oh, you thought after following two episodes you guys had that there was going to be a discussion debate between the two parties? I mean, I would, son. But the problem is, is that... What it's, a, what it's devolved into is just people slinging insults, right? I don't know if you were here during the uh, the Hateless stream, but both Nick and I and then another mod were modding the chat nonstop to the point where it was like I was so concerned with making sure chat was like not sending death threats because we did get one of those at the very end right before we raided. So I was so busy doing that that I really do not want to do that for two people potentially devolving into yelling at each other. Matterall is TIS again in the future. Did he stop hosting? Matterall retired. I don't think Matterall has time for games. He got like this brand new role. Not brand new. He got a new role or a new job. And he's been so consumed by real life. So that's why he had to step down. I have... I do know he comes back sometimes. Sometimes I will see him, like, either talking in the Discord or socializing. So it's not like he's completely, like, one Eve. But I know he's super AFK. Any discussion would not be beneficial for anyone. Yeah, I mean, like, all... Can you disable chat if it... No, you cannot disable chat. I There's literally no way to disable it. So, and like, and like normally, right, like you guys, right, there's a decent amount of people here. You guys are all pretty decent people where you're not like, haha, guys, I'm going to insult someone's real life and tell them to kill themselves, right? Like, you guys aren't doing that. You guys are being super respectful. But for whatever reason, when Hateless got on camera, and even some of when Hawk, Hawk wasn't on camera technically, but when even Hawk was on his thing, like, we still had to mod the chat way more than normal. And I find that completely unacceptable for this community. Like, I'm not going to give folks an avenue to come on here and be shitty right hawk and hateless have their beef whatever that's fine they can discuss it but i'm not giving them a platform so other people can come in and be shitty leave the ganking griefing alone by now it's gone deep in the griefing territory other than that or someone just agrees to disagree at this point yeah yeah i mean when when you have a stream and the twitch chat is super ready i can go and read some of the comments if you want actually i probably shouldn't twitch will probably ban me for reading the comments but yeah, some of those folks, some of the comments were really shitty and it made me really ashamed to be part of this community. And then some of the, just the reactions in general, right? I don't know if you guys know this. Somebody like posted a blog insulting Nick, myself, and other mods, right? And then when I called her out on it, she she was like, oh, I didn't mean to. And I'm like, okay, well, you literally published a blog. So like, I don't know what to tell you. You either fix your shit or shut the fuck up. Since the original debacle, Reddit posts have been really... See, this is why I don't read Reddit. 
Following this really hard because it reminds me of what makes Eve so unique. It's crazy. When's the... I don't know, Jer... Jer oh my gosh, I'm going to mispronounce your name. Jeronal. I don't know when the Halloween event is. We talked about it a little bit earlier. I would assume it would come soon, right? Like, you only have two weeks left of October. You've been following because it makes Eve so unique. It's crazy. You think Friday? All right. I'll take that. The problem is, though, like, like I'm, I'm good with a discussion, with a debate, with people sharing opinions. What I'm not good with is when it goes way over the line, right? General candy. All right, general. Oh, general candy. Oh, oh I get it. So it's, can I just call you Jen? <laughs> is that okay? Alright, that works. I'll call you Jen. But yeah, I'm hoping CCP does the event. I feel like the skins from that event are always, like, the best. Both the, like, purchase skins and the, like, in-game skins. Ganking's a part of EVE and I'm Ganking. See how some enjoy the gameplay. That's why you're playing. Yeah. Opt out of a debate between the two. You get it. If it gets in flame. Yeah. And, like, I don't know if you've seen, um... Are you in the Talking Stations Discord? Like, people have been talking about it for, like, three weeks. So it's like, okay, if we do a debate, like, say say chat was an issue, right? Like, say third parties or people just coming in and being shitty aren't an issue. Like, if you've been reading the chat, they've just been saying the same thing for, like, three weeks, if not, if not longer. So it's like, okay, well, what would a debate do, right? They're talking back and forth. So it's like, and then they just say, well, what about this or what about that, right? And then even with a debate, you ha you get into the whole, like, what is it, the logical fallacies? like somebody always devolves into a logical fallacy whether intentional or accidental right but yeah CCP has a bigger issues to worry about than ganking I mean CCP needs to get those faction warfare updates pushed out okay there's music it sounded just staticky to me I don't know if you guys can hear the music over my talking but hello Aurea debate wouldn't do anything you've been playing four to five years now it's not even a debate it's just deep-rooted culture war hawking halos with each other that's what you're saying I mean, I don't think either of them are going to have a conversation. I literally had to tell Hawk multiple times to stay out of my DMs because he was DMing me about mod stuff. This is why I want to say, like, hey, guys, I don't do anything mod related. Like, if it's Twitch chat, maybe when I'm live, right? If I'm here, I'll, I'll mod Twitch chat. But so, like, if I get DMs from people like, what do I get banned from the two? I don't know. Don't ask me. I literally don't know. I'm not going to fight for you to get unbanned. You have to talk to the mods. Take it up with the mods. Like, it's so, it's so, like, mind-blowing. They're like, Rain, it's your, nope, not my Discord. Definitely not my, you know, you know what Discord, I own one Discord, you know which one that is? The women's Discord. <laughs> that's the only Discord in EVE, or actually in general, it's not even just EVE, that's the only Discord in general I own. I don't even have my own Discord. Shame they go to Amamake 1v1. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Look, we can, we can watch it from here. It has safe distance, completely tethered, where no one can hurt us. <laughs> that was kind of cheesy. Also, I don't know if you guys have been watching it. This is Rookie Help Chat right here. If you guys have been watching the questions. That, like, if I were CCP and I were like, hey, guys, I want to improve the new player experience. What do I do? Just watch Rookie Help Chat and see the questions people ask. And then you can make tutorials and stuff to help them with that. That's that's my thoughts. I've spent a lot of time just sitting and helping Rookie Help. I love helping new bros. New bros, new players. We shouldn't understand just because someone wants to play Eve differently it doesn't make their gameplay wrong. It's just different. I know, I agree. Some people like to play things differently. I think we can all agree that, you know, griefing is bad, right? And then someone's always going to be like, define griefing. The moment you define griefing is the moment that people toe the line, right? Because griefing is usually like, you could probably describe griefing as unwanted behavior, right? 
at the at the at that's like most core, right? But then someone's like, well, I don't want you shooting my ships, so therefore it's unwanted behavior. And it's like, well, no, like I want a behavior that goes like beyond the game. Oh, well, so then you can use the game. Oh no, well this and that, right? Or some people will say it as like, mm, I'm trying to think of a way to say it, like harassing or toxic, right? Like something very clearly demeaning, right? But you can grief in ways that seem polite, and that is how bullying happens. I did it in school. It was a lot of fun. You guys want to hear my bullying story? So I had some girls in school. They weren't nice to me, so they spread a rumor or something. It was like I was dating some guy, which is weird because we were like 13, and I was like, and it wasn't even like an ugly guy. It was like a dude I just never talked to. So I was like, oh, okay, whatever. They want to play that game. So I told this girl, happy birthday, every single time I saw her. Her locker was really close to mine, and we always had to go to our lockers between classes. So guess what I did? I told this girl, happy birthday, probably 10 times a day. Every time I saw her, oh, hey, Paige, happy birthday. And you act real polite about it, right? Because if you're polite and you're just saying happy birthday, how is that bullying? And I did this to this poor girl every single day. It's my favorite story because I feel really smug because she left me the fuck alone after that, right? And we're 13. It doesn't matter. It's not like I'm beating the shit out of her in the locker room or something, right? And I did that to her. And eventually she was screaming at me, shut the I don't think she said fuck, but that was what she meant. She was screaming at me, like, shut up, it's not my birthday. And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know. Next time I saw her, happy birthday, Paige. It was so much fun. Is that griefing? Yes. On paper, is that griefing? No. Absolutely agree that grieving is turning this around, but the whole ticket submission thing to get workers reimbursed illegitimately was extremely sad to read. You realize people, you realize, okay, hold up. Do you care about any other time people abuse the ticketing system? Because I'm guessing you don't know about every other time people abuse it. You're just going to work, focus on this one, right? Taking a personal choice of being a jerk on purpose cause anger, hatred, and frustration purposely. Is something that is part of the role play in the game, but you can't, yes. Role, okay, I'm going to throw it out there. For those who don't know, role play takes two people. You cannot say, oh, I'm role playing if another party does not consent to role playing because then it's just you being one really weird right in most contexts it's really weird just like you're just like dude what are you doing or it's you trying to like mask being an asshole right because ccb has said multiple times right like you cannot role play like say say your character is amar you cannot role play like um you can role play disliking mimitar but you cannot say oh i'm a racist because i'm amar right like you cannot take you cannot use like slurs in the game and say oh i was just role playing because i'm amar right like you can't do that focus on it because it was exposed to screenshots of course but it probably happened at the time but it exposes the eve partner propagating the behavior oh yeah eve players propagate that all the time you know there are players right who literally petition every single loss they've ever had literally every single one they just email the gms hey man i lost my ship can i get it back please question mark and they get a lot of them back right like a lot of legitimate law like they'll go into pvp they'll go into like a fleet fight and they'll lose a ship and be like yeah bro can i get my ship back gms reimburse it no i don't think that should be addressed or changed because you're focusing on one minor issue and you're not focusing on the bigger picture if you only care that hateless is telling people to contact gms rather than gee i don't know the dozens of people who re who like petition every single thing then you're just focused on hating on hateless at ship every single at ship loss gets petitioned and you pray for a rookie gm so you can get it back and then you pray that nobody publishes your your uh, screenshot ccp does have an explicit policy to not reimburse at ships talking about it in general not just those two people well you brought up only those two people hold on one second for people like me that enjoy being <laughs> 
being ganked, bumped, and grieved, you deserve to have me enjoy. How dare you? That's why That's why I never understand, right? Here's another hot take. I never understand that people are like, treat others as you want to be treated. You know what? I love it when people talk shitty to me. So therefore, I should talk shitty to everyone else. Like, no, that's not a good way to do things. Like, you should not tell people that. People are like, oh, it's the golden rule. Like, no, mm-mm. Like, I enjoy being spanked. Therefore, I should spank everyone. Like, no, what? Like, I enjoy passive regressive remarks. Should I treat everyone? Pat? No. Like, it's so dumb. I hate, I hate that. It's just called, just be a decent human being, right? Treat people with kindness. That's very, that's very easy to follow, right? Like, if you can't be kind, then just don't do anything. Forgot about people like me and getting fun here. I don't think you remember Haley's telling people. However, Ash knows people do that. He also said you can make the ticket if you want, but it doesn't mean you're going to get your shit back. I don't know who Ash is key. Wrong with working the ref. Why not just make high sec PPE? No risk, very low reward for us making to make go to Lornal. See, that, so that would be something that CCP would have to do, though. Players will min max everything, that's what they're good at, yeah. You unmute at the worst time. I know, I'm sorry, Flea. Ganking me is kind. Have you been playing since 07? Or screenshot of Hayless lawyer telling people to submit tickets. Has Hateless admitted it, or are you just taking screenshots? Because it's super easy. I'm gonna say, if it's a Discord screenshot, that's so easy to fake. It's so easy. I've had people fake screenshots for me of me, just to prove how easy it is. Yeah, any, yeah, anyone can make a ticket. In general, as far as I'm aware, CCP does not punish for like, how would I describe this? You know like when you make reports, like if you report someone, there's the assumption that you're doing it in good faith, right? I don't think CCP punishes for tickets on the assumption that most players are going to do it on good faith. If they catch you attempting to like not do it on good faith, they might yell at you. But I don't think they punish for that to avoid players to avoid players being afraid to submit tickets or whatever, right? What's going on with Hateless? Did he quit Eve online? No, he, he did not quit Eve. He he stopped producing content because of griefing. And then we, so we being TIS, had an interview with Wrathful Hawk, who's a ganker. And in his interview, he talked about like ganking, how he sets it up, you know, the groups that he's with, kind of how it works. And then towards the end, he's like, oh, well, Hateless made a video addressing ganking, so I want to address that. So he did. And so then Hateless was, was like, oh, well, can I have an interview to address him? And we're like, sure, like, why not? So we interviewed Hateless from the perspective of, you know, how does a sort of high sec PVE care bear approach things and then it turned into like ganking versus griefing was like the end all be all right bagging it blagging it what right to just submit tickets to the game system that's not fair i mean you can submit tickets why not you like hateless shame good bitch the story of people saying they're gonna get their stuff back like reading the national choir saying how elvis and bigfoot are together or how yeah i've seen a lot of the crazy propaganda all the players try and blag bag a replacement yeah about grieving and shrinking is the only griefing if the person feels abused. That's why ticketing says anyone can create a ticket for anyone. That's why there's support staff as opposed to robot handling tickets. Yeah. And they do, like, I don't know if you guys know this. GMs, from what I know, and this is from tours at CCP where they're, like, sharing about how their processes work. So GMs, it's really funny. When you tour their offices, they turn off all the GM metrics. So you can't see, like, hey, man, here's, you know, how many tickets we got through or how many people we banned or whatever. Robots banned. Excuse me. Sorry. I keep coughing. So, but they, as far as I'm aware, they have GMs that work 24-7. 
sorry, that made it sound like there's individuals who work 24 seven. They have shifts so that there's always GMs online to handle something, right? So a lot of people are talking about like GMs from the perspective of reimbursing ships or, you know, reporting bots or something like that. But GMs handle a lot of other like more serious stuff. Like if a player in Australian time zone gets stuck doing a mission, right? They need immediate help. So therefore the GMs help them. The GMs are on to monitor chats and like if people, you know, threaten self-harm, that's, that's a lot of the times of what the GMs look at 24 seven. And then they obviously have their thing of like, okay, you know, somebody has a payment issue. How do we fix that? Or this player lost a ship. Is that okay? Or maybe they get 200 tickets in, you know, a minute saying, Hey, I disconnected what's going on. Right. So that's, that's how they, uh, they adjust things. So yeah, that's, that's how the GM process works. And a lot of people don't understand this. So CCP, so if a, play, if a dev has a CCP name, right, so it's CCP Swift, they are not GMs. GMs have their own GM ticker. It's so like GM Ice Cream, GM Spider, right? So they, they were devs, or they were GMs and then worked their way up. Same with Guard. Guard was originally a GM, GM Guard. So that's something also to keep in mind. So a lot of people ask questions about GMs to CCP devs, and it's like, like Swift isn't out there answering tickets. Like that is not what Swift does in his day-to-day -day job. He might be able to go and talk to the GMs or talk to the people who oversee the GMs, but he's not out there like, yeah, bro, let me look at all these tickets from Rain because she's complaining about stuff or whatever. GM, don't hug me. I'm scared. <laughs> GM, please no. yeah that's how it works it's fun stuff actually Delana has us tickets for panic at the discord I'm stoked but yeah so the original question was from Sun asking why we're not doing a follow up it's like you can only beat the horse so many times I really don't want to have to moderate the shitty part of the community I don't know if you guys know this, but when you have to deal with shitty people a lot, it really is, uh, I don't want to say depressing, but it's really defeating to have passion and motivation to do things when you realize, when you see some of the worst of the worst. Here's my take on the new update. Ooh, which one? I'm trying to remember which update came out last. Let me go look at the patch notes. Are you talking about the like battleship that like put cargo in cargo one? I mean, the thunder zombies, how your angles? Let's go on test. Leaving. I don't know anything about test right now. Reefer. Was that is that new? I have not heard anything about test. I have heard about. Oh gosh, what are their names? There was a group, Hero Coalition. I heard they disbanded, but. It, I've just heard kind of through the grapevine whispers. I haven't really read about it too much. I learned to pebbles and rocks, breaking against your armor, slowly cracking your armor bit by bit. Policing a chatter community can be like that. Yes, exactly. The new ships. Oh, oh, that's what you're talking. Oh, the big update. Yeah, I love it. I'm super excited for faction warfare. I, I'm not too enthusiastic about the new ships, but I mean, I still don't really fly like Triglavian ships or Edencom ships, so if that kind of gives you some perspective. I really, really liked the Command Destroyers when they came out, so that's probably the exception. But yeah, I'm not too particular about the new ships, so I'm really excited about the Faction Warfare stuff. It takes a hit to the personal morale. Yeah, dude, you know like how... You know the people... So like, 
Twitch chat and talking to stations, and EVE players probably is not the worst of the worst, but the people who do some, like, heinous shit on, like, Twitter or on Facebook, they say, like, those moderators, those content moderators need, like, therapy because of how bad it is. Never done Faction Warfare, you were curious. It's really fun. So I have an alt, and it can only fly T1 Thrashers, and I've taken it to Mimitar Faction Warfare, and I've just kind of flown around. So when you're in, when you're actually enlisted in Faction Warfare, you get militia chat. So I'll just post there. I'll be like, hey, guys, where's the fighting happening? Anyone need help? And then they'll, like, post the system, and I'll go there, and I'll find my friends. I say friends, like, kind of loosely. And we just kind of sit, and we'll farm pluxes, or we'll, we'll go and actively fight. Like, it's actually really, really fun. I don't do any comms with them, or I haven't yet, but that's been a lot of my fun. Trig guns need to be clubbed like a baby seal with a nerf bat. Why don't you like the trig guns? What the heck? I'm reading chat, sorry. Oh, bless. Frenemy is the best kind. Yeah. It's a lot of, I think it's a lot of fun. Because you can, it's like, if you want it to be super high, like, focus, intense, it can be. And if you, if you want to just relax and kind of sit in a plex, kind of like semi-FK, you can do it. Building damage, yeah. Yeah, so what you do is, like, so they have complexes. And if you capture complexes, that, actually, I can show you right here. I'm literally in a faction warfare system. So here you go. So here's the faction warfare, right? So it's currently a Mar. So if you open it up... Right, so you can see kind of, so here's the Mara, the blue, and the Mimitar, the red. Oh my gosh, okay, you guys can see this. I was like, wait a second. Okay. So you can see kind of who's capture status, etc. So you can use this, but you can't really tell where anyone is. So usually they give you like a chat that says militia. I'm not in it right now because I'm in PL. And so what you do is you can go to a system, and then you can pull up. Oops, I did not want to do it. I always click that. Probe scanner. So you can do... Anomalies and remove the cosmic sigs. So you see like Amar Novice Outpost. I can't do it from here, can I? Oh. That's weird. Oh, okay. That's for the event. I'm sorry. No one has these opens. Oh, right here. So here you can see the outpost, and it's been opened, right? Because it's over here. So if you look at the Amar small, if I just filter mar large okay so the mar small there's no medium though so the medium hasn't been opened but what you can do is you can press on them and then look at them and then you can descan so then oh my gosh angle this is the new ui so i'm i'm so there's an atron here so let's say we're in a thrasher oh he's in a novice so i can't go in a novice but you can go around here and look you use local to see like who might or might not be because they show up like purple or red or whatever that's that's kind of what you do. You just fly around, faction warfare. It's a I think it's a lot of fun. I might be super biased though, but I think it's fun. But yeah. So oh, so you go into those complexes, and within the complex is an NPC. If you are defending, you do not have to shoot the NPC. If you are attacking, right? So if I if I was a Mar, I would not shoot the NPC. But if I was Mimitar, I would have to go into those complexes to shoot the NPC. And then in shooting the NPC, when it dies, like the timer counts down till I capture it. And that's how you capture them. Projecting too far in defense of the shitty people. You guys are also talking about for their taking away Eva as core gameplay. Isn't this his creation? Maybe people just need to grow thicker skin and stop being so sin. This Eve, after all, can't be true. But I mean, 
It's not really, I mean, so wisdom, you have to realize the shitty people I'm defending are people telling each other to kill themselves. Like, I do not care how much you love this game. There should never be a point in time when you tell somebody else to kill themselves. Like, that's just completely uncalled for. Yeah, I'm trying to teach people, LB. A little bit. So, B Bao had a question. Baobender. Bowbender. So, like, this isn't shitty people as in, like, somebody comes in and maybe they swear or they say, you know what, you suck or whatever. Like, those people, like, that's fine. Like, people saying I suck or whatever is fine. Like, we, and we've had that before. People in Twitch chat will be like, hey, I don't agree with your opinion. And that's okay. You, No one says you have to agree. No one says you have to be nice or whatever, right? Oh, you're talking about the in-game activity? Yeah. So, so yeah. So, that's, yeah, that's completely different. But, yeah. I see what you're saying. But, yeah. Don't, when you say defensive shitty people, like, that's... Just, there's no, like, when I say shitty people, I mean people who are, like, taking things way out of the game, right? Or they're, they're going, like, clearly over, like, whatever whatever line you want to draw on the sand, they're going way over it. Sorry, there's a guy with a tiny dick outside who has to tell everyone. Do you realize that? Yeah, th that's what I meant, Wisdom. Like, I do not mind. I do not mind having people on the show with different opinions to talk about those different opinions. But, like, when I have to moderate Twitch chat because people are insulting their appearance, the way they talk, threatening their real lives or their families, or making really derogatory comments, that's when I do not want to be moderating the Twitch chat. I do not want to bring out that side of Eve. And no, and I know a lot of people are say, well, that's only a little part of Eve. Well, that's great. They, they should get they should get the fuck out of Eve. Because that's never acceptable to me. Ever. I don't I don't care the reason why they got so, oh, I'm so mad or whatever. Like, I don't care. They should not be in this game. Like, if you can't control your emotions, you can go play children's games that are single player and don't involve others. Yeah, that should, yeah. So that that's what I mean when I say, like, I don't want to moderate a Twitch chat like that. The exploration of different the expression of different opinions is how we grow as people, exactly. But you want to be able to, when you have those, you want to be in a mindset where you are open to hearing different opinions, right? So if I take two people who are very stubborn, set in their ways, right? This is not a reference to Hayless or Hawk, I'm saying in general. But if you take two people who are stubborn and set in their ways and only their, it's their way or the highway, they're not going to really have a discussion. They're just going to talk about their points and no one's going to get anywhere, right? That's why a lot of what TIS does is very singular. Sorry, I got an eyelash in my eye. I itch my eye and then I get an eyelash and I'm like an idiot. So that's why when TIS does like interviews, we usually will either have like two people from different sides of like say a war and they're both amicable and can talk about like just what's happening. Or we will have a episode where it's just one person talking one, or maybe one or two people of like the same opinion or the same quote unquote side of a, of a topic or a conflict to talk about it. Because in that way, instead of it turning into, oh no, now they're arguing about something, it can be, we're just going to hear their opinions. and. We as the host can kind of challenge it or ask for clarity, right? But it's not my job to sit there and debate someone, right? My job is to sit there and get their opinion. And that's generally what I enjoy doing. It's proper pod hunting for skill point loss kills. That to me is the best part of Eve. It was bitter when you lost on me. And do you guys grow thick skin at the grocery store? Do you feel like crap at school or at work as a random person? If you don't do that in real life, why would you do this game? You still have to be opening to list. Yes, exactly. And some people, right, like, I'm super stubborn in some things, and there's some stuff where, like, if you try to tell me a different, I'm like, nope, I do not care. Like, I care about you as a person, but I do not care about that opinion or that hot take. So I'm watching streams where two people are arguing. It is, but it's also really annoying. So if you think of, like, have you ever seen two people, like, think of, like, you're in, like, a restaurant or a grocery store 
or you're like at the park and there's like a, a wife and a husband and they're arguing about something or maybe it's two siblings siblings is probably easier and they're arguing and they're stubborn and they're really mad at each other and they just stand there and scream and you don't really know what they're arguing about they just end up like escalating their voices and they're just like i hate you no i hate you or whatever right like that's what it turns into that's entertaining to watch in person if you're not trying to like enjoy a meal or a movie or whatever but when it's online what you get is like two people yelling and then it cuts out one of the mics because like discord's garbage or whatever voice system you're using is garbage and then they just kind of yell yell and eventually like somebody's noise gate breaks in and they're just kind of all crackly or whatever it's not enjoyable it's not fun online it's definitely not that fun having a pose that only works in some cases wait your logic is because ceos like to hire women to be that what the heck have you ever been in a cod lobby it's called catharsis oh my gosh but yeah that's i think generally listening to it online is not fun i love watching people fight in real life like i'll i'll go to like a situation i'll be like oh damn dude those people look like they're gonna fight and i'll just sit and watch and then when they start throwing punches i'll step in like i, I should say yeah it's, i guess it depends maybe i won't step in if it's too 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 giant dude i ain't stepping in that Megan, why would you why would you sew something that just makes you angry and hateful Oh, why would you play something that just makes you angry and hateful? I mean, so you can have... It's other people's reactions, though, right? So, I'm trying to think. So, like, think of it... You know, like, how when they do the ESBR or whatever... I don't know what they're called. Those ratings, it'll be like, oh, 13 plus. And then it says online experience is not rated, right? It's because you can't, like... You can't really gate the online experience stuff, right? Have you seen people, like, there are some people, and they do this, they will play a game, like Dota 2, Dota 2 is the easy example, they play a game, and the moment the game launches, they immediately mute every single person in the game, including their own teammates, they, they've never let them talk, no idea who they are, don't judge them based on their name, or their profile picture, their pro, you know, profile, they just immediately mute them, right, and that's because some people just want to play the game, and they enjoy the game, but they don't want to deal with other people, and that other people make the game a shitty experience, the thing is, is they can't block, like, they can't block the character's actions. Like, if somebody wants to grief in Dota 2, they can still grief in Dota 2. But, yeah, that's crazy. Do I enjoy watching Russia versus... No, I do not like war. I do not like war in any capacity in real life, and I do not like the willing loss of human life. Don't have to be able to listen to someone else's view, even when it directly contradicts your own. You mute people in League... Yeah, you mute, like, if... Right? That's a prime example, right? Some people will say, well, why do you play League if it makes you so mad? And you're like, the, the game doesn't make me mad. People in the game make me mad. So if I want to enjoy the game, which brings me joy, I have to mute everyone. And that's that should not be the solution. I will say, if you're like, what is it? Dota 2 is made by Valve or Riot? Like, that... Like, if you know people do that because that's the gameplay other people are making you feel, like, that's bad, right? A dojo or a boxing ring... We don't attempt to force dark desires. Oh, I see what you're saying. So League of Legends. Yes, exactly. Yeah, when you play when you play games are for fun and other people ruin it to the point where you just have to mute them all, that's not a fun game to me. That's when I provide some... Sometimes shows people's true selves, yes. Which is sad. And then people just say, Haha, I was joking though, XD. It's just a prank, bro. <laughs> Which is terrible.
that's had to launch then attempts on the game with diplomatic speech. Are you okay? Calm down. <laughs> you guys sound like my D&D &D characters. I always play D&D &D characters that are like... Like, have you guys ever played... I get really mad when I play D&D &D sometimes because we'll go into a situation and there'll be bandits, right? So I always see bandits in a D&D &D game as like getting mugged in real life, right? So a guy approaches you with a knife and he says, Hey man, give me your wallet. In D&D, &D, every single person is like, I take out my gun and I blow his brains out. And it's like, whoa, like what the fuck? And I'm like, I'm like, yo, how much money are they asking for? Can we afford that? Can we convince them not to mug us? Can we say, hey bro, I don't want to fight. I have this weapon. We are going to hurt you, right? No, every every person, every group I play D&D &D with is like, no nah, man, I blew his brains out. Fuck that guy. And I'm like, bro, like why do we, why do we just endlessly kill in Dungeons and Dragons? Like, Dungeons and Dragons is one game and one one thing where you can, like, not be an asshole. You know, like, a video game, like, where you're, like, I think of, like, every video game ever where they're like, oh, there's bad guys. You have to kill them all. Like, you have to. There's no choice. You cannot progress until you kill them. And I'm just like, why do we got to do that? Like, why can't I just have a game where, like, I don't know, I convince them that we don't have to fight. Because that's how it is in real life most of the time, right? Like, we're all humans, right? If some guy tries to mug you on the street, the reason he's mugging you is probably because he can't afford something like food or it could be like an addiction right like maybe he's like sick with addiction or needs to actually if you're in america it could be also sick so he needs meds haha <laughs> thanks america right but it's like why can't why can we just rationalize it out like why why do we gotta fight each other we're playing a game with people and playing a game at people this is folly of high charisma. You give them the wallet and ask them to be friends. But they are bandits. De-escalation force. Now you're evaluating all your D&D choices, right? So there was there was one time. There was one encounter. I remember this so vividly. And so we were tra our our group was traveling with a, like another caravan. And one of the caravans had a royal, like a noble, a royal. They had a noble, and the noble would beat his horse. And our party approached the noble as he was beating his horse. And we're like, bro, why are you beating your horse? And he's like, it's not working. We're going as fast as I want, so I'm beating it. And we're like, you should stop. And he's like, no, sell me one of your horses, and then I will stop. And so our party had the dilemma of, do we, do we sell this guy a horse so he stops being horse? And we're like, no, because he's just going to beat his horse. And so us collectively, as a party, just murdered the guy. We just walked up, stabbed him, looked at his guards and said, you guys want to fight too or are you going to leave? And so they left to go and form like the noble family. And the DM was like, why? He's like, why did you do that? And we're like, look, in real life, right? Like in real life, if I walk across someone beating the shit out of their dog, I cannot, I cannot stop that person, right? I can maybe fight him and then it gets into an altercation. Then I go to jail for like assault or some stupid shit, right? But the dog, no matter what, is going to get beaten. Even if I call the cops. In my state, you are allowed to beat your dogs. As long as they have, quotes, a bowl for water and a bowl for food, you can abuse the shit out of your pets all you want. That's how fucking shitty my state is. It's also very common in a lot of other states. So like, don't go, don't get me wrong. Right? But, so, but, and I told the DM, I was like, this is the only instance where I can get any sort of justice to help an animal. Because every other time in real life, I cannot help the animal. Like, I can maybe help one animal. Like, you know, I find an animal and, oh, it got its leg stuck in a trap or, oh, it, I don't know, it broke, it got hit by a car or whatever. And I can kind of help it, right? Like, I help this little poor fox, which, by the way, you shouldn't touch foxes, they have rabies. But I help this little poor fox, assuming it doesn't have rabies or whatever, right? And then I'm like, no, in D&D, in &D, this is the only time I can punish a terrible person doing directly terrible things. I, and I was like, I did it. Like, yeah. And you're like, Rain, do you regret killing? No, no. 
That is the only encounter I have zero regrets. And I remember the DM telling us, he's like, he's like, you know, the noble has a family and the family could come back and punish you. I'm like, that's great. But in real life, I cannot get justice for animals. So therefore, I'm going to do in my stupid video game. Bandits want to attack me? Fine. People at a bar want to fight me? Sure. Some little weird vampire, I don't know, I don't know what you, like a vampire wants to kill my party because it needs to eat? Fine. Whatever. I'll approach those with some compassion. I'm not approaching an animal bees with compassion. But yeah, that's, that is, <laughs> that is what I did. That is the only time I was like, right? Because I think, right, like I think you play D&D and you, it's the only time you can act out things that you can't do in real life. Oh my God, we've been streaming for like an hour and a half. I need to end the stream. Oh my God, my mom's picking me up. Oh my God, I have to go team. All right, I'm going to talk to you all later. I have to go get stuff done. My mom. Do you guys want to say hi to my mom? Oh, she's not here yet. Oh, thank God. Oh, there are children running around screaming outside. All right. <laughs> so anyway, very clearly time we should be stopping because we're talking about D&D instead of Eve Online. Hey, Epios. But thank you all for your comments. I appreciate the feedback and the discussion. I'm going to go save some animals. My mom, I know. Dude, I fucking wish. I do save a lot of bugs. I saved a spider the other day. Panicking squirrel. Yeah. All right. I appreciate you all. Thank you for the impromptu stop by with the stream. I apologize it wasn't more fancy and we don't have like cool graphs and actual news and guests that know what they're talking about instead of me. Spider's gonna know you're so mean. I love spiders. Alright. But thank you all. I appreciate it. So I will not be here Sunday. I do not know who will be. I think both Nick and Artemis can be. So they might have... Maybe Matterall will come back. Maybe they'll bully Matterall to come. Otherwise they might just do their own thing. Artemis can host as well. She's pretty good at it. She's like run this stuff for like years. Feels like half a decade. So, but thank you all. I will see you hopefully in two weeks. But yeah, go watch the VOD. I apologize. I know my microphone's not the best. Hopefully, hopefully a desktop audio kind of covered up. But thank you all. I appreciate it. All right. Oh, wait. We're going to raid. Don't leave yet. We're going to raid. Do you guys have a preference for who we raid? Oh my God. I bet that's my mom. Look, I'm streaming. We can read Steve. Doesn't want to read Steve. All right, we're gonna read Steve. Copy link address. Force your dark. To this is getting kinky, you guys. You guys can't do this. I'm gonna get kicked off as a host, dude. They're gonna be like, Rain, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, we're gonna go read Steve. Go say hi to Steve. Give him a follow if you haven't. Go share some love. Thank you all for hanging out. I I hope to see some of you at Vegas, and if not, I will see you in two weeks.